This is the Are You Screw podcast. 12 to 3 is going to be an entire stadium of sad drunks at Rutgers Stadium. How is that different than usual? <laughs> They're usually a little more sober. I don't think so, man. Adam. I don't know why. I just turn down to my seat and just start ripping the cushion. <laughs> Mike. Like the top of a metal trash can with feces rubbed all over it and just like a football in there. Max. I'm not saying that I don't suck. Okay, I'm just saying that you suck. <laughs> the Are You Screw podcast. At some point you hit the bottom, right? All right, well, I guess at some point you do hit the top and we've peaked pretty early on. Uh, are You Screw Pod, we are back. Uh, this is Adam along with Mike. Hi, Mike. Hey. And Max. Hello. And uh, I guess if you're listening to this, uh, if you are a continuous listener of the Are You Screw Pod, thank you very much for uh, for welcoming us back. If you are new, that may be because of our uh, recent announcement. Uh, we have partnered up with the Night Report uh, the Rutgers Rivals guys. Uh, we are the official podcast of the Night Report. That, that That's weird to say. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird that people listen to this podcast and we're like, you know, I want that. Hey, I do want to say, if you're new listening to this podcast, no excuse. What the hell took you so long to get here? People that, I don't know, maybe weren't too internet savvy. Still using the old uh, the forums, which is going to be fun for us because this new partnership, yeah. uh, we're going to try some new things out, have some fun. I think we will... Uh, we'll post a little bit on the boards. Uh, I think we're in the process of getting... At some point, um, we all need to come up with our own handles. Yeah, so we're going to do that probably, these days. Probably. I guess for now, we'll have to sign off with like our initials for yeah. who, who's posting. Or what? anonymous. One of the things you'll learn about this podcast... Oh, I got one. Can I call mine now? Go ahead, Mike. Okay. Are you Van Dan? <laughs> one of the things about this podcast is we, we have a lot of ideas and, and end up doing about 10% of them, but we do throw out a lot of ideas, and so we will be doing some of them. Right. Not necessarily all of them. And I think, uh, I think Max... <laughs> Very not even close to all of them. Max has coined it as uh, the podcast that sounds exactly like three friends talking about Rutgers sports. That's how this podcast idea came about, um, is we have a group text chain, the three of us plus... One uh, other Inter- member. Interloper. Yep. Um, uh, you you mentioned him earlier by his alias, uh, the old old board alias. So I'd say <laughs> deep cut for those of you who get it. Super deep cut. The, the, actually, the message board posters will get that. They're gonna, they are uh, the ones true. who will know that right away that's true. in terms of that. And so. most of this podcast came together. It's like 20% to just have some fun and 80% to annoy Are You Fan Down? Yeah, probably. <laughs> From now on, I guess now that we are the official podcast of the Night Report, we have now have to solely refer to this person as RU fan. Yeah, Yeah, we cannot actually use his real name. He probably doesn't like using his real name. So (laughs) we're just going to stick with that. Uh, I think that works. And as we said, this is this is cool. We're happy to to partner with these guys. Uh, You know, we have you know again, if you're is your first first time listening, we have tried to have some unique guests uh, these first couple months, and we have. Uh, Jamal Westerman was with us. Mike Teal was with us. We had Bob Wenzel on for for an episode, which was great. Reliving the uh, glory days of Rutgers basketball. Uh, Kate and Sargent was on one. Steve Politi. Who else am I forgetting? Um, that that's actually that about much it. Hits it. But I was gonna say you can actually go find all of those interviews back in our podcast archives on SoundCloud, on iTunes. Subscribe. Listen. The Bob Wenzel one was great. Uh, Jamal Westerman was great. Mike Teal was great. Polidian, Keith Sargent, I mean, whatever. 
We will. <laughs> Those guys. Yeah, you know. I think I'm cool. And and review. The funnier the reviews, we'll read them. Whether yeah, you, yeah, we'll read the reviews. We'll get something either on the forum or as well, you know, you can, you can comment on iTunes or SoundCloud and, and leave us a little little love note. We'll, we'll read it here, too. If, if there's one thing you're going to find out about us, uh, that if you haven't already, we love to whore ourselves out. Oh, yeah. That's but, a big thing. But also, us. if you love us, leave us a comment. But also, if you hate us yes. and want to leave us a bile-filled comment, we would be glad to read it yeah. on the next we, podcast. We don't care. Uh, well, I mean, like, if it's bigoted in any way, then no, we won't. Read I mean... It. We don't condone that. Okay, but why, why would anyone do that? Have you read message boards before? It is, listen, you can get down a rabbit hole. I actually, for a while, kind of needed a mental break from, from the boards at one point. It's good to... I, I felt good diving back in. I was doing some, some forum searching today, just seeing what's going on. Uh, the, by, by the way, it used to have... I don't know if it's still there anymore. Yeah. The political boards, they had like a section at one point. Ooh, that was fun. How long ago would, would you pay attention to that? Uh, that was a while ago. I yeah. mean, so... Wait, so was this before you converted into like an arch-liberal? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Like, would you be welcome on those boards anymore? I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if they exist. But either way, again, like I said, we're very happy to, to be a part of Rutgers Rivals, the night report. Uh, we're going to continue to ask some unique guests. They will help us out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's why this partnership is going to be great. They'll pump us up. We'll, we'll promote them a little bit. So we, we appreciate it. I guess we're ready to uh, to kind of go ahead. Nothing's really changing. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. we're, we're not going to change. Uh, you know, we have had a lot of fun on the podcast. Yeah. We sometimes talk about things that aren't exactly connected uh, to Rutgers Sports, um, we are sometimes critical, yeah. more critical than, than than most podcasts. I think would be of yeah. uh, Rutgers Athletics if, when when warranted. I um, think we're fair. We're I, always fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, maybe we make. We might, I, and I think I want to add this too, just because for the new listeners who don't know, and I guess if you have listened to us and you do know, you're probably fast forwarding through this part. Um, all of us are Rutgers graduates. Uh, all of us worked at WRSU. I worked at the Targum, so we're we're not coming from a place of anger. This isn't like three Seton Hall fans. This isn't like three versions of that one Penn State fan who always trolls us on Twitter. We actually care about like the university, and so we're but we're not going to go south. And, on and it. we'll do a like, whole variety yeah. of topics each each episode. And we're just trying to have fun every episode. And, and, yeah, like and one one of the things is like when the teams are good, we're, we're going to be having fun and hyping them up. But when they're bad, we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun too. And <laughs> we're going to get these jokes off. Um, if the teams All are bad, be- because if we're going to be spending our time watching the teams and they're not going to be great, we're going to get our jokes off. Yeah. And if, if you're sensitive to that, this might not be the podcast for you. But give us a shot anyway. Yeah. Give, it a, give it a try. You know, listen to us for a little bit. I think you'll like it. Yeah. And what's the best way to like show that off than by going into our first segment? Oh, you got something else to say? Well, I was just going to say, uh, you if, you so are, if you are wasting your time as a Rutgers fan in general with hours upon hours of suffrage anyway, you could you could spare 50 minutes for us yeah. and continue on and have fun with the suffrage, right? We're, the Rutgers family, it's unique. You're, you are allowed to make fun of each other. We are allowed to kind of just, you know, wallow in the sorrow of everything. But if somebody else comes and attacks us, that's when we get defensive. So we're with you on that. <laughs> Right, I guess that sums up Rutgers fans pretty well. Yeah, it's like you know that episode of Scrubs where um, you know Kelso and and Dr. Cox were making fun of each other's kids, you know their own kids, but then Dr. Cox made fun of Kelso's kid. He's like, whoa. You don't make fun of someone else's kid. And I think the Scrubs reference kind of tells you we're on our early 30s. <laughs> that 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 kind of just puts you know that, that reference right there tells you exactly who we are. Let's go into some hoops talk. Uh, Rutgers has won two in a row. Uh, again, if we go back to the the lovely movie uh, Major League Two, right? The great scene in the locker room 
where you know you win one, that's good. You win another, that's really good. You'll win three, that's called a winning streak. And this is the first time Rutgers has ever won two consecutive Big Ten games in the regular season. Obviously, they won two in the Big Ten tournament. That magical and, run. And it's it's what I've been harping on the entire season. All you got to do is not get blown out. And sometimes, and I thought this happened, uh, I thought this happened especially at the end of the Penn State game, not so much in the Nebraska game. Rutgers didn't play well against the, uh, down the stretch against Penn State, but Penn State played a lot worse. And if you stick around in a game, that's that's it. That's all you have to do. I had a, I had a shirt idea because we come up again with ideas. Early on, uh, we came up with... Place the, your orders now. Yeah, we came so, up with the death place of college football, which is great. Uh, you can go and see that one. Wait, can I, can I just say something about that? So, okay, try. I, I, I meant, to, my I meant to say this on Twitter, uh, and I will say it later, but The Athletic is starting a like history of college, 100 fo- 150 years of college football series. And they're like looking back at every decade, and they started with 1870. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad Rutgers is. They're like, we don't even want to acknowledge that. They, they just didn't want to put the 1869 in the nice replies. So we're gonna all be throughout <laughs> yeah. Twitter that one it would be great. I don't, can you do like a? Is it we don't suck that much type T-shirt now, or just don't suck that much? I figure with the whole Rutgers angle, that may Ooh, just be a little tough. Yeah, but something along those lines. We'll, we'll get something catchy. So yeah. this this could. Uh, so they had Indiana coming up Wednesday. If you're listening to this uh, on oh, Tuesday morning, we're kind of okay with Pike. <laughs> uh, no, a little wordy. Two fifties. Uh, I guess. So they win three in a row. This would be the first time in conference play they've won three in a row, not including the tournament, uh, a postseason tournament. Uh, Indiana on Wednesday yeah. since 2003 04. <sighs> That's that's predates my time watching yeah, Rutgers. Yeah, so I'm, I'm the Rutgers history buff on that there. So that that dates back to kind of my golden era of that's the up NIT. With, yeah, that was Mike Davis what? or Bobby Knight. Are you talking about Indiana right I now? I was thinking Bob. Yeah, who was coaching Indiana in 0304? Why would that have anything to do? with I was just curious how I far meant, back that happened. Because um, as usual, I mentioned something. And Mike's like a cat. He yeah. just he just <laughs> my mind uh, is following the laser all over the place. I don't remember if that's Mike Davis. I think it was Mike Davis because they made that run to uh, the Elite Eight. They beat Duke. Jay Williams Duke. Never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. So I, I cut this out. <laughs> anyway, no, no, we don't. We don't edit anything. No, we don't we edit just, anything. We just let it go. We're incompetent a lot, and we leave it in. So they get Indiana coming up. They could go for three in a row right now. Uh, where are we at right now on the fighting um, Steve Michaels? Where I am is it's fun to be this far into a basketball season and not be talking about next season. Right, where it's like, I feel like we can kind of enjoy this. Okay, they're three and six, and they're kind of in that, that mush of teams, uh, you know, in the middle bottom of the Big Ten. You know, maybe they can make a move up. Can't help but think, I mean, I, I know this is cynical, or not cynical, but this is sort of like looking at the negative. They, they should have beaten that terrible Northwestern team. And we could be talking about them at four and five, going in, trying to get to 500. But again, the fact that we're watching a team, and I still don't know how good they are. I don't know how repeatable a lot of the things that they did against Nebraska and Penn State are. But it's nice to sort of be just in the season. When's the last time for either the football or basketball team where we were in the season and not thinking about the future? Like 2014 football? Yeah, the right? first year of the Big Ten for football. Right, like even 15 maybe a little bit because I, I don't think at that point we didn't know where it was going. But like as far as just being in the season, like okay, like let's focus on this season. Let's go game to game and not just kind of wait for the season to be over and think about the future. It's nice. Yeah, it's it's fun. I don't, I'm with you, Max, and that I, I don't know where they had, are overall. The one thing that's impressed me, Montez Mathis is just fun to watch. Oh, he's so oh, good. It's his fun. team now. I mean, Mike, he's good. Mike loves I was trying to tell you Montez Mathis. I, I, was, I was big on Pacheco in football and I was right on Mathis. He was a four-star recruit, Mike. Like, Nailed what do you it. mean you were high Nailed on it. him? 
I'll say, like, Mathis, I think, is poised to definitely be the best Rutgers basketball player since Miles Mack. I don't think that's saying Oh, uh, yeah. And the thing about... I think he'd be better than him. Well, I thought that was what I was going to say. Is as good as Miles Mack was, he was, what, 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, like, Miles Mathis is legitimately big. He's so good at controlling his body yeah. when he's in the air and switching I think he's hands. my favorite guy to watch since Corey Chandler. Oh, favorite guy to watch since Corey Chandler. I love watching. I like. I mean, I I did like. I loved watching Deshaun Freeman because he was so good defensively. Yeah, well, he, that, that's like kind of like the hipster like Rutgers yeah, basketball like a, fan. Um, but what I was gonna say. So Montez Mathis is obviously playing well. Rutgers can beat anybody when Geo Baker's making his bull bleep shots. Like, right? Like, he, when he's making those step we back... Can, we can curse on this podcast. I don't know. I, I thought it was funnier to say bull bleep. I don't know. Okay. Um, Like, he's is he better at step back fadeaways than he is at open jumpers? I feel like he is. <laughs> it may be. I, it, it's fun, like you said. I mean, there's been some improvement. I think uh, somebody had brought it up to where... What were we going to say? Max? I got to talk about, you know, Pistol Pete Kiss. <laughs> Right, so, so we found out this week, we, we didn't realize this before, Peter, Peter Kiss's Instagram handle is Pistol Pete Kiss. It's awesome. And it just tells you what uh, Peter Kiss thinks about himself, because, what? you know, Pete Maravich, um, that's who he thinks he is. But it actually made me think about a good point about players like Peter Kiss, and how hard it can be for players to adjust at the college level. Every dude on the floor was the man on their high school team. Like, he's, we've made fun of it before, but like, he's like, I'm Peter Kiss, this is my team, I'm taking every shot. And something I've seen from Peter Kiss, more with, with Ron Harper also recently, just kind of fitting into a role, right? Peter Kiss's role on this team is going to be to be open for three, cut to the corner, give effort on defense, throw down a dunk every once in a while. Like, he's starting to realize when, he, when he's on the floor that he's not the man. It can be really hard when you get to college when it's not just about the competition of your opponents getting higher, the competition among your teammates is higher. And it's really hard for players to look and say, well, you know, Montez Mathis is better than I am, and he should have the ball. Um, and so Peter Kiss, I thought, has, has gotten uh, better in his role. Ron Harper, and another guy the last couple games since he came back, Eugenio Marui. This team is better when he's not the focal point of the offense, when he's just the energy guy um, coming off the bench. I like him coming off the bench, 25, 28 minutes a game. Energy on offense, offensive rebounds, constantly try to take charges on defense. He's really good at that, but also... Kind of tries to take charges when it doesn't make any sense. Um, but I, I like that it seems like guys in this team are starting to find their roles a little bit more. And that's to be expected with the young team. We, we said early on uh, when we were doing our preview, when we were talking actually with, with Bob Wenzel about this, is just guys maturing and actually seeing growth over the year. And we are seeing that, which is a great sign. Harper is somewhere in, he's I think he's at 37.5% from three in Big Ten play. He was he horrendous shoot. early on he in the season. Shoot. And I think he started 5 for 24 on the year from 3. So he's shown improvement. Mathis is like 6 of 16 from 3 out of nowhere all, all of a sudden. A, from, a few from, of those shots, they just kind of left them open field and he Oh, my, but you got I mean, you got to shots. I know. I mean, there's a lot of like, okay, we'll let you take that. It goes in. Uh, well, the funny thing about Ron Harper, has he ever passed on a fast break? Like, when he gets the ball in the open floor, he is taking that <laughs> At least shot. they're running. At yeah, least they're, they're running. running. Yeah, no, I, I just something I noticed about Ron Harper. Like, some guys, like, when they have the ball, like, I know that guy's shooting. Uh, Geo Baker has that. Uh, Corey Sanders had a lot of that. We're like, you can see the way, the way he's moving. And Mike, you covering the NBA, you you know who those guys are. Yeah. Like, you're like, I know that guy is shooting on that uh, this possession. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, but like, where you know the guy is going to shoot, and, and Ron Harper and Geo Baker are two of those guys. So going for three in a row now. They've got three wins in conference. I definitely did not think that they'd be tied with Indiana when they you know took them on yeah. at the rack here this week. Um, they've lost six in a row. So, I mean, listen, any, anything can happen. It'd be amazing if they somehow find a way to, to win that game. 
I, well, they beat Indiana last time they played. Big Ten tournament. That is, that is true. Um, not, but, not, not that it means anything, but, you know. I, I do find it interesting. I think one of the things that we criticized them for earlier in the year, rightfully so, actually, but they're doing less now. There's less post-ups. They're trying to get out and run a little bit more. They're putting the ball more in Montez Mathis' hands because he is more comfortable, right? Uh, there's less, like, Geo Baker r- trying to run pick-and-roll, which is just not, never going to work because he's not that type of player. But it's not even just that. It's the pick-and-rolls that they the, try to run. With who? Yeah, with who they run it well, with. The, but with it's, that's but what it's, I mean. But it's not even that. It's like it's, it's not who they're running it with. It's that the big man comes, sets the high screen, and then doesn't do anything. That's my point with who. Yeah. I meant, like, the big man who comes up and can't do right. anything. Right. It's, not, that he, it's not even that they can't, so they don't even... I, mean, I don't know if they can, but they don't even try. Yeah. And then I, so I think there should be some credit given to Pico, and we've... Bashed his offense, his 214th I think, I think ranked offense in the country. Max is <laughs> believing. I, uh, that is a question I want to ask. Is like, where do we stand on Pykel now after this little uh, streak? Streak. Uh, thank Two, you. Two's a streak. Thank you for the enjoyment. Okay. Um, this is fun to finally pay yeah. attention to. And by the way, uh, it was announced today that the Michigan Michigan game now is sold out on February the 5th. That marks... Three sellouts, not including the great crowd versus St. John's. And, I'm go to that game. and I bet Wednesday is going to be a good crowd, and, too. And it'll be okay for Indiana, but it, the fan support this year has been unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And I think they deserve a lot of, we deserve a lot of credit because we've gotten to a few games ourselves. Mike has. Uh, Mike has not yet. Um, Guys, I work a job. You do. I work. You do. But <laughs> so where am I right now? Let's see how it plays out. I mean, I just want to know if it changed anything. But it's, I'm happy to not be talking about. Paul Mulcahy right now, or whatever. What's his name? Paul Mulcahy. Yes. Paul Mulcahy. Um, like I'm just happy. He did a not... thing. I saw on Twitter. But he this, did a thing. Going into the year, what did I ask for? I asked not to Rutgers suck. basketball to make me feel like I didn't waste my time for two hours, on, you know, on that night and this season they so far. That. They have on a few nights. It hasn't been great, but overall, they have avoided getting blown out in most games, and that's what I'm looking for the rest of the season. Remain competitive. The wins would be nice, but it is nice to just be in the middle of the season and say, all right, next game. What's the next game? Not when's the next season start? How's Paul Mulcahy going to fit in? It's fun to focus on this season. All right, well, yeah. it'll, it'll be fun. Uh, Max, are you going to? I am going to, right. yeah. And I'll be, I'll be there as well, too. Um, so that'll, Mike, you'll make the GIFs uh, on the Twitter account? I don't know who does those. Um, here's the question for you, for you guys. If someone gets proposed to at the Rutgers game, are you going to boo or cheer? So the starting point on that, of course, is... No, no, we'll get to it. I just want to ask that okay. question first. Would I boo or, or someone cheer? makes a proposal at the Rutgers game, do you boo or cheer? I'd be the one that would yell out something very obnoxious from a very far distance and see if like my section would get amusement out of it. Mm. That would be... You're me. trying to be looking cool to the people around you. Sure. Do you boo or cheer? Um, I think I would just be indifferent. Mm, you're just kind of looking I'd at your phone? Si- like silent... Disapproval, maybe. Is okay. my more important is my wife there or not? Because that really that that changes. So? That may change what I yell out there. I would more hope like, you maintain a calm, even demeanor either way. Oh no, I'm a disaster when my wife is not with me. Interesting. Game. I'm waiting like at a really? fo- yeah football game again. Go back. What well, the hell changes for you if she's not there? I lose all self control. Like how I ripped out this the yeah, seat you, cushion. She wasn't there. I just assumed she was. That seems no, 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 no. When, she, when she's there, I try and behave. She, what are you, she, like having tea and crumpets when she's there? Like, what are you preoccupied with? <laughs> is, that a, is that a British joke? It is, I guess? yes, actually. <laughs> Man. <laughs> wow. That, that was... Okay, anyway. So all this comes from the Rutgers-Penn State game this Saturday. Uh, we're going to try something. We're going to try a segment called Are You Screwed? And uh, <laughs> I can't even get through it. So this Saturday, uh, two Penn State fans got engaged. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, we tweeted the video of it. 
<laughs> this woman, what a very weird way, by the way, to get engaged. There's like some kind of like in-game entertainment between timeouts. This woman is blindfolded and for some reason, then she takes her blindfold off and her boyfriend slash fiance is there on one knee proposing to her at the um, Penn Rogers State Penn Random so, so, Center. So what's, Bryce the, Jordan Center. so what's the segment? The segment is... Are you are screwed, screwed if... if you propose to your significant other at a sporting event? Is Are we going general? Yeah, at a sporting event. Okay. okay. So this is that age. Do, do you like proposals at sporting events? Yeah. And I guess my, my I mean, the question I was going to ask was, what does their wedding look like? Well, here's what I was going to say. Because now, I think the guy's definitely wearing a Trace McSorley jersey at the <laughs> altar. Here, here's what I, I And think, he's getting married by the Penn State mascot. I was going to say, he's one of those guys that will pay the mascot to show up at his wedding. No, he's going to be the rabbi or the By priest. the way, Penn State's mascot is terrible. Right, it I is. liked him. He was falling over. He was doing funny things. No, him, the look of it. He hasn't changed himself yeah, in like it's, it's, fifty it's, it's years. A oh, he didn't get the like HGH shot. That the, 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 night, the, the night upgrade. That dude over like that was like, hey, I'm Barry Bonds in 2001. He was like the Cristiano Ronaldo statue prior, and then the fix of it. <laughs> that was that was so, Scarlet. So I gotta ask you two something. You're both married, right? Um, when people get married, they're not like it's not like. It, I feel like people discuss that they're gonna get married, right? If you're gonna propose, your significant other has uh-huh. some sort of idea about it like mike when you proposed to your wife was she surprised at the moment that you did it yes okay Adam, i didn't talk you? to her about it okay but you guys had talked you had been together for six seven years at that we, point we, like, we talked about it once almost like she brought it up to me and i was like why are you bringing this up to me and i don't want to talk about this because and here's my thinking with engagements if they're meant to be a surprise let them be a surprise you can't just like talk a, but you like this is my bigger issue with the like marriage industrial I'm, complex. I'm with Mike on this because so I found out that with with my wife that she was expecting it at, at a, a vacation prior to uh. when it actually happened, and she went she told me that she like specifically got her nails done. I see. You know for the photos and the ring photos and whatnot, and I'm like at that point I'm like, and guys are like, you do that. This is this is the care. point that I was getting at, right? If you're trying to surprise your future wife. Where better than at a Rutgers Penn State basketball game? Like you are <laughs> not, you are never gonna be like this guy is not really gonna ask me to spend the well, rest of his life with him at this basketball if game. If you is see he? the video and you see her reaction, I think that was her reaction. She's looking at him. She's like looking at her ring and she's looking at him and she's not quite smiling. And there's this look on her face that says, "I'm very happy to be engaged because I love you." why now? Because he wanted to surprise her. I, I kind of like that part of it where if you're trying to surprise her, where better than to do it than the last place in the world anyone would want to get engaged? I, I don't, I guess I know something. I'm going to say I'm going to say you are not screwed if you do this because it can only go up from here. Yeah. Can only you want to set the here. lowest expectation oh, possible. Yeah, we're supposed to give an answer in this yeah, game. So okay. are, are you screwed? We failed from the very first one. This, this specific instance, you're not screwed. Overall, I'm not a fan of the, the marriage proposals at sporting events. I'm, I'm even a bigger hater on the like program or teams themselves when they plant it. They plant the no. I hate that stuff. The, the, like where they'll somebody will do a fake proposal, they'll so say the no. Are fake. The, yeah, of course the no's are fake. I don't know. I just thought there were some awkward combinations that play out in public. The bash is getting concussion. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was sneezing. I was sneezing. We don't hit his head. No, I, like, no, I, I knocked something over. I, I don't have a cough button here. We we don't we don't exactly have that kind of technology. Techno- yeah, I, I'm so yeah. I think the, the those are planted. The nose. Those are okay. absolutely planted. You would know. You're, the mascot comes and like flips the popcorn or the cake over while they're doing it. Like it's mm. yeah. I'm I not, say not screwed. Just for for my reasons okay. of you're trying to get the surprise. 
I think you're screwed. I think you're going to have like a tumultuous short marriage and it's going to start with planning the wedding and it's going to involve questions like, you know, should we have the wedding at whatever the Penn State football stadium's called? And Beaver Stadium? Yeah, Beaver. And they're like, that's no, awesome. I don't want to do that. Mike, you know this. This is a wedding that's going to have where the bride is going to get surprised the groom with like a Penn State cake. Oh, a yeah, one. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 100% that's happening. I went this. to a NASCAR-themed like, wedding, wedding once. That was interesting. With would, like with like when they, when they they walked was down, at like a no it was at like a regular there was like a, a checkered flag like above like above the <laughs> yeah. all right I like it yeah uh, I'm, yeah I'm just trying to it's imagine what this Penn State wedding looks like it's just, it's just like any sporting event wedding I just like there's a lot of cognitive dissonance li- <laughs> at this wedding I would like to see <laughs> so this has been making its way around uh, Rutgers Twitter and I guess the message boards and everywhere else um, you know obviously. Amy Towers, who is uh, the wife of Super Rutgers booster Jeff Towers, who's probably responsible for like the only cool thing that's happened in Rutgers football in the last five years, getting Migos to perform at like somebody's backyard. Um, she, yeah, you, you're thinking, I'm, I'm thinking is there of something, something else. cooler than that. Uh, not club, cooler. Club Ice. What? Kyle Flood, Club Ice. Ah, Migos? No, I'm just saying. What's in your like backyard? The, no, what's the next coolest thing? Like, oh, probably yeah. Yeah. Have, have that hot tub. Um, we're almost only down a touchdown to Penn State. In the that was pretty good. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, she has, and actually I'm not sure where it stands. I think she was nominated to the Board of Governors. Um, I don't think she's on there yet, but the Rutgers faculty has, like, wedged a protest about it. There's a prominent Rutgers scientist who, like, said some stupid stuff on Twitter about her, which is, you know, you, I think you can criticize her, but what he said was kind of dumb. If you can find the tweet, go ahead. Uh, but... So Amy Towers, who's a billionaire philanthropist, very impressive woman, is either on the Board of Governors. She's not on the Board of Governors. She's yet. on the verge of it. Basically, Phil, the, the spot right now has been left open. The Board of Governors, there's 15 people on the Board of Governors. They kind of have a wide array of responsibility kind of as overseers of the university. There's also a Board of Trustees. That's a 41-member type committee. That's a little bit different. Um, all you need to know really is that for the Board of Governors, what I kind of found out in doing my homework on it, 15 members, seven appointed by, I believe it's either Barchi or the committee itself, eight are appointed by the governor of New Jersey. So it is by itself a very political board. You have to have political ties. That's kind of where Amy Towers comes in on this. I know they've given $50,000 recently to, it was either Murphy himself or the Democratic Party in New Jersey. So that's, you know, and with her background, it seems that's why she was nominated to a certain extent, as well as the fact that, let's be honest, she is a Wisconsin grad. You know, Jeff Towers and her kind of just latched onto Rutgers because they lived in the area and loved like Big Ten athletics and were looking for a school to latch onto. And, and the closest thing they found was Rutgers. I mean, good for them. I guess start at the bottom and really work your way up. <laughs> but either way, that's kind of how well, they've fallen into this. I don't want to say they've latched on. Like they've obviously they've given, taken some sense of ownership to it. But they've given a lot of you know they've done yeah, good yeah last time was wrong because Co-opted. they have they have given more than anybody could can give for the most part. I mean, again, what anybody wants... We've said this in past episodes. What anybody wants to do with their money, go for it. If you want to give it to Rutgers... And if you want to give it to us, we are for sale. (laughs) If you want to advertise your product or if you'd like to... um, you know, have us read messages on the air for a price. We we, we have a price, and you may what be, is that you price? May be able to, I don't know. It depends on what they want us to say. Okay, we can just kind of put, hey, five <laughs> bucks. We'll say anything, pretty much. 
It's probably a pretty small place. <laughs> but anyway, going back to, to what this news is really about, again, it sounds like Governor Murphy either has or will nominate Amy Towers for the Board of Governors spot. Then it kind of it blew up because the article came out of, with NJ.com. Oh, they, she's been appointed according to the latest okay, NJ.com. Right. So she's been appointed. We do so much research. We're know. figuring it out on the fly. But this is this is it became controversial because as usual, it became a Rutgers debate of athletics versus academics. It started with the faculty union statement basically addressing the question, should a big athletic booster be allowed on the Board of Governors? Which, Wink, before you go on. Greg Brown, but I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, there are... Who's the head of the Board of Governors, by the way? No, no, I'm just saying, like, the head of the Board of Governors is one of the biggest boosters of Rutgers football. So that tells you all kind of what you need to know about where Rutgers lies in that discussion. Well, the board is also mixed. There's there's some lawyers on there. There's more business people. There are academic you know type personnel on the board. So there is a vast, wide range of people that serve on the board. And the question became as usual because, as Mike pointed out, not only did you have the article, then you had a Rutgers professor um, basically call her – I forgot what, what it was. I'll have he to look, the tweet. Uh, I'll look it up. A parasite. A parasite was definitely oh, in there. Oh, and an idiot. Yeah, yeah, an idiot and a parasite basically because she was a billionaire-type donor, booster, whatever he wanted That's to That's a pretty to stupid call, thing to, to say. To he did recant some of it, and he, he, Pol- he, yeah. he talked to Politi. No, he did, but I'm just saying, like, as someone who spends way too much time on Twitter – I don't know why. What would you ever call someone an idiot? It just seems like so low brow, especially I, for some. I'm I'm personally not. A, I I find this funny because again, everybody gets upset over like the. Uh, we're gonna try not to make too many political references on here. Too often, Mike kind of is the king of that. But yeah, you for may us, try. I, this reminds me as like again, like a, a Trump type personnel. You get angry at the yelling and and the way that he said something, and yet somebody else pretty much said the same thing in just a very more professional manner. And that's what the faculty statement was, basically saying we don't want Amy Towers on the board of governors. So I, I get it. It was a stupid statement by the professor. I don't really care to focus on it because, as Mike said, it was just kind of dumb and, and not very smart to do. I don't have an issue with her being nominated after doing my research on what the Board of Governors kind of does. I, I'm see, it, it again has just turned into, is Rutgers invested in athletics? I think that's where the discussion is. Well, if you guys can give me a little bit of room here. I've given this a lot of thought um, over the last couple of days. And one of the blind spots that we have as huge sports fans is that the overwhelming majority of Rutgers students, Rutgers alumni, Rutgers professors, people in society do not care the way we care about sports, okay? Like, they look at us and the way that we pay attention to to a bunch of dudes throwing a ball into a hole with the net at the bottom or how much we care about uh, which group of large men is better at inflicting brain damage on the other team. We pay attention to this stuff like it really matters, but it doesn't. And... They look on at us like, why do you care so much about this, right? And sport, they're right. Like, sports is completely meaningless fun. But to them, the faculty, they, this is their life. They have dedicated their life to academia. And the reality is they see sports at Rutgers as more than just a waste of time. Personally, I'm with Adam. Amy Towers, they give money to the athletic department. I want the football and basketball teams to be good. I want sports to be good. Let's go, right? But these people, they don't care about sports. And so the reality is, I I know no one wants to hear about it, but 
The faculty sees the ever-increasing subsidies to pay for the budget shortfalls of the athletic department with no end in sight, right? The full Big Ten share that everyone's been talking about, it will certainly help. But the reality is, and I'm not an expert on this, but expenses are going to keep rising. And the plan at this moment is get good at football. And the faculty is like, that's the plan for Rutgers to get good at football in the Big East? Or, sorry, in the Big Ten East? Rutgers was pretty good at football <laughs> in the Big East, not in the Big Ten East. They'll have to pay the coaches more. Expenses are going to go up even with, you know, with the full Big Ten share. It'll help, but the professors are looking, the faculty's looking at this and saying, how is this going to get better? And it's public fact that since 2005, over $330 million has gone to the athletic department between direct support from the university and student fees in what is an endeavor that has nothing to do with academics. In a time where tuition, student loan debt, these things are completely out of control. They don't care about sports. And so they're looking at this and saying, how is the athletic department going to get to the point where they're you know, not taking these subsidies from the university? The reality is that if the towers didn't give all this money to the athletic department, we wouldn't even be talking about this, right? And it, it doesn't even, it doesn't, that part doesn't bother me. But how can you not understand where the faculty members are coming from after years and years and years of pouring money into this and seeing that it's, it's exactly what they said would happen when they started complaining about this stuff over 10 years ago? Personally, I don't care, right? Like, I can give lip service to caring about the academics at the school getting better, but I already graduated. It would be great if the academics got better, but selfishly, I want the sports teams to be good. If you're a supporter of Rutgers Athletics, you can have confidence, you can have faith in the athletic department that they're heading in the right direction. But just stop jumping down the throats of these professors who are right. They're right. We're wrong. And you don't need to rub it in their face because, yes, they have lost this war. We're in the Big Ten. We're not going anywhere. We need to keep going down this road. And, you know, putting Amy Towers in a position of power, hey, like, or in a position of influence, that might get more, hey, donors are going to look, hey, you, if you give some money here, you might have some more influence, and selfishly, I just want the teams to be good, so can we stop talking about this in terms of it's good for the university, because it's supposed to be about academics, and it's not. But there are people on that board that don't have a direct tie to academics. I think the argument overall is running a large university like Rutgers is somewhat like a business. I don't like the... I personally don't like that. Again, it's about it. All three of us kind of have similar ideological beliefs about higher education to a certain extent. And that is a way deeper discussion. But you need different diverse opinions on there. Max is 100% correct. If she wouldn't be considered for this, if she wasn't, didn't put herself out there as a major donor to Rutgers. She also has a unique perspective, though, in the philanthropic, you know, opportunities that she's you know invested in her work with the hedge fund and all that mike so i guess for me she fits the criteria i don't see any issue with her resume all of that do you have an issue with non-academic people being on the board i think that's what maybe the faculty got really annoyed with at first well i think like there's so many layers to this one i think I would assume a lot of Rutgers fans and people in the athletic department and people who are responsible for helping her get on the board. And I understand it was a decision made by Governor Murphy, but it's not like 
you know, he was making that in a vacuum somewhere. No, dude, that is a really, really important piece of this puzzle. Like, I, I don't want He's wanna... not, like, just like, oh, Amy Towers. No, he's not, but you have to have political connections. No, 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 no that's not what I'm debating, so let me go on. So, like, I, I think understanding all that, like, this is in part an investment by Rutgers into her that later on down the line, the $10 million or so that she and Jeff Towers have donated will become much more, $50 million. Like, they'll become the whale that Rutgers needs. R.T. Boone Pickens? Yeah, R.T. Boone Pickens. We'll have, like, you know, Towers Field or whatever instead of whatever company we're showing. That's fine. Let's go. No, no, I understand. But, like, we we have to be very cynical about these things, right? So we understand that. So it, it becomes a very, like, mixed up type of question. Ideally, you want someone who is on the board who is capable of critical oversight. And by critical, I don't mean criticizing, but just like someone who's willing to call things out when they're necessary, who's capable of critical oversight over the athletic department as well as over the school as well, uh, as the uh, academic part of the school. So can you have that when you're putting someone on who is already so personally and financially invested in the athletic department themselves, right? Like the the conflict of interest is so apparent from the very beginning that it makes you wonder if they're but capable of con- fulfilling their job. Like, it's it conflict- not about the person themselves. But why is it a conflict of interest? Well, that's it. That's it. Every- that's, that depends on where you fall on these things and how much free reign like the athletic department has been given. We've seen continuously over the last like ten years they're incapable of competency for a prolonged period of times. So, so when that's someone a, that's who's a different conversation. That's but those whole, all those no, my, they don't they don't operate by themselves. No, that, my whole point in all this again is this has blown up into something larger into an interesting debate. I think yeah, in terms of why I, it's Rutgers, bigger than Amy. She is unfortunately or whatever. Like she has become the person who's put in the crucible for something that is beyond her and that has been building at Rutgers for decades now. That you know precedes this that precedes the Rutgers 1000 right it's this very strong schism amongst two groups at Rutgers one who want to see the athletic department become like you know quote-unquote back it was the front porch of the university bringing people in and the other people are like get the fuck out of here just leave us alone and be a d3 school here's the thing though I don't think the faculty members would care if it wasn't if, if not for the subsidies, right? They're like, Rutgers could football could but become... But it's related. Rutgers, that's what I'm saying. Rutgers football could become Alabama, and these people still wouldn't care. Like, there's nothing that can make them care. Think of the mm. thing... No. Think of the thing that you you know someone who watches, they talk about Big Brother, or they talk about The, uh, the, the Walking show? Dead. No, like I'm saying, they talk about, they talk about stuff something... Stuff you don't care about. Stuff that about. you don't uh, care about, but they talk about it... I thought like, we were going to prize like our, like our significant others, when we talk about sports, their eyes glaze over because they can't understand why we care so much about it. That's how these, these faculty members are. It doesn't matter to them how they, – they don't care about the, the success of the athletic programs. But you, th- th- what gets them mad is that they feel like money is being taken from things that could be spent on academics. That's what's getting them so riled up. So what, then what is – Is this, that not relevant though? Is what not relevant? Is that not relevant that, what, $335 million you said has been taken from the greater, like, from the Rutgers Fund over the last 10 years, I believe you said It's it between student fees and uh, just direct, direct in- institutional yeah. support, yeah. they call it. I mean, that it's, seems like it's something worth Rutgers, getting angry about. But, but guys, I agree. We all went to, but, cr- well, we, I, all, we all studied in crappy classrooms I in, agree. like, the basement of Hardenburg Hall. I agree from the standpoint of the faculty. All I was trying to do is give some voice to what they're so angry about. Personally, I, again, I'm selfish. Let's go. Like, let's go. I, let's think, go. Let's I do it. I don't think it has to be as black and white as you're saying because I, I think that's a selfish way of looking at it just as you could say to a certain extent they have a certain selfish view of it as 
professors, higher academic standing type people, again, there is somewhat of a middle ground. You can point to actual things that have happened since Rutgers went really big time, which is really post-2006 season for football. That is where the jump really happened. We can go further back into when the decision was made about making Rutgers big time, but that, that's really it. There are things like, again, a, a better pool of students to choose from now because there are more applicants because of the way the university has been marketed because of that window of how good football was. I mean, that changed things in New Jersey. Think about all the friends that we grew up with that all of a sudden started talking about Rutgers because of football. There, there, It was something that actually, it's stupid. We're stupid as human beings, but it happens. But do we really want the students who are like, yeah, I'm going to Rutgers, I'm going to my college because they have a good football team. No, but it, that doesn't <laughs> the, the SAT scores have improved yeah. dramatically. The pool has improved dramatically. Yeah, and no, I think definitely. there's a correlation. $335 million has been taken from them in ways to educate them and give them facilities. I think it's a horseshit excuse because, again, I think there is actual value in investing in athletics at the big time level I, my argument and all of ours has been says the guy who's wasted tens of thousands stop. of dollars in his that's lifetime not, on that's Rutgers not tr- spent he's spent right. oh sorry that's, that's how I like I said before if somebody wants to spend their money on Rutgers go for it I, that's that's our personal money my point being has basically just been it, the athletics department misuse the way they've run the department is the issue not the investment point but you there, can't get away from value. that I understand that guys I, like you can't be like oh we're gonna we're gonna Mike, talk about here, this but let's just assume that. it's a competent athletic department no, and none of this Mike, nobody's saying that though nobody is saying that but you but you have to you have to talk about that you have to consider it through that lens. Right, that's how you get to Max. I, I get where Max was reading his point from the academic side. Oh, he's 100% right because of the misuse by the athletic department. But I don't even know if it's misuse because it's just, I just think it's a pure numbers problem that Rutgers has at this point in that in order to get where they want to be, they need money that they don't have. Right, that money is somewhat coming to an extent. I agree with you that there can yeah, be there can be benefits to, to to having big time sports. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that the faculty's looking at it like, well, you're trying to get there. You just went one and eleven in football. You lost every conference game. You got blown out in a, a, a large portion of your games, and you're take and you're taking all these subsidies. Like, it, it's not just that they're taking the it, subsidies. That they're not seeing the progress that they want to see and like we understand hey you, you, like Mike I know you've made fun of the facilities you need the facilities because they're important to the coaches and if they're important right. to the coaches yeah. and they're important yeah, all, sure. all, all that stuff and like if Rutgers is going Mike to, hates walls <laughs> I do if if Rutgers is going to get where we want them to get at with, with the football program with the basketball program like this is what it's going to you look know, like investing in these facilities that like and it, you know if the teams become good you're going to have to invest more in the coaches we know that but, but, like, but as, as I've said, and as we've discussed on this podcast, my um, antipathy towards the celebration of these facilities is not that they are, in fact, being built. It is that there's so much money and attention being spent pretty much solely to these facilities, right? It's where that money is appropriate. Well, I think because you need the facility. Like, I think the idea is Well, that that's a chicken you can, the well, you, argument that I don't agree with. You can, you know, you're going you know, to spend on a coach, on coaches now, or you're going to spend on a coach, coaches later. Like, what are you going to, how are you going to do that? With our new platform and our huge audience, we should invite Amy Towers or Jeff Towers or any of the Towers to come on the show. 
But I, discuss this. It, fine. Like someone. I, I think I think early on we were wrong in the in discussion. I think we were kind of generalizing and speaking for them in terms of how what they would do for the board of governors. Like I I don't think that this is just an athletic play to have her on. She she has value to give to the board of governors aside from athletics. Oh yeah, so I, of course. No, but again, so we, we said my, it's not about her specifically no, the person I, she is eminently qualified no, i understand to be that there. then the question became but it, this was brought up again because somebody asked should a booster be put on a seat like that i don't see any issue with it they have something invested in the university that these guys are arguing on the, on the academic side is not a core mission of the university fine there is value though in having good big time athletic programs in the two major sports all i and want i just want i just want the the fans who have already won, you've won, except, you know, on the field. You've won. Like, you, you're getting your, you're spending on Asterisk. sports. You're getting your facilities. You're getting, you're in the Big Ten. But when this happens, I don't see the need to attack these professors. They're angry and they have reason to because, be angry. No, but they're, they're. Can I just make two points? I'll make my. Okay, one, you go ahead, you go ahead. The, the fans are just attacking back because they feel, it's the, it's, again, back and forth with nobody giving in between. If the fans would just, like, I think there are some, you know, who are kind of level headed will say, guys, the athletic department has unfortunately not been, not lived up to their expectations and how they should be running things. But even with that, They've gotten to the Big Ten. You're now with the state universities that we've said forever Rutgers should be associated with. Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. You're in the CIC. All these things that, because of athletics, you now benefit academically from. So there are benefits from, again, having athletics. I also can understand that it is ridiculous that Rutgers had to pay all these severances because they couldn't hire a freaking coach that was good. All the subsidies because they couldn't raise enough revenue. All that stuff should absolutely come into play and the athletic department should have criticism brought upon it for that. I just think that, again, Rutgers made this decision a while ago, and Max is right. The academic people kind of need to get over it, and the fans shouldn't rub it in their face all the time. There needs to be a happy medium and a culture at Rutgers, in my opinion, in my opinion, a culture at Rutgers that needs to be cultivated where giving is important on both sides. I I don't remember being at school and having either side of those things, donations to the athletic department or to the university afterwards, ingrained in me going to school. And that is the difference between Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State, and Rutgers. That is the biggest difference when it comes to endowment and giving to all all the all the different aspects of the university. I, I do want to say I think one of the things we haven't considered is that um, being appointed to the board of governors, it's possible that Amy Towers decides that she also wants to invest in the university at large, right? I think she, she does. She wants to spend her money not just on building, you know, mm-hmm. a new women's lacrosse building or whatever. Like she wants to invest in the chemistry department or the philosophy department or whatever that is. And if that's the case, that I mean, she should enumerate. We that. have no like, reason be to be for a case. We have no reason to believe that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say motives are completely pure. The, the, we talked before, like Amy and Jeff Towers, they they want influence and power. Sure, I mean, and, but, at, but, like, and, there, and there's no there's nothing wrong with that. But, like people who have a lot of money do a lot more evil things in the name of influence and power than you know want influence for this is sports, uh, this like. is opportunism on both sides. Yeah. Uh, and that's fine. And I, I, like, I mean, to be fair, like, I actually don't care if she's on the board. I was just kind of playing devil's advocate a little bit. Um, she should be good, right? Like, that that battle has been lost for the most part. And she seems like uh, someone who is, <laughs> I guess, of all the people who are available to the Rutgers universe, she seems like she's in one of the top percentiles See, of who could be on this board. All right. So something I want to ask I just, I just thought about. So, like, it's sort of related, but not really. So I feel like if I had a lot of money... If I had a lot of money, right, I don't think I'd be doing this the right way, 
what I think. What, I, what is the right way? Well, you, mean well, like, you know, investing, you in, facil- investing in facilities oh, yeah, yeah, okay. and getting on the board of governors. I wouldn't be patient. You'd be like an what? Evan Shapiro type? Yes. What I would do is I would just go, because I, I was watching that Duke-Virginia game a couple a week yeah. and a half. I was like, it seems really fun to be a Duke fan. So... I would just go back. Like, you know what? I want Zion Williamson to come to Rutgers. I'm like, you know, maybe a little bag of cash shows up. At the, oh, the you better, but I've been saying this for so long. Is I would rather people spend money to pay the recruits more than build new buildings. <laughs> but the thing is, like, find me that. But booster. the thing is, you're not going to get reputable, wealthy people who are going to do that. I mean, you wait, 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 wait. You think like people who do that at SEC schools are like some, you know, <sighs> criminals? No, they're all the same people. Look, they're just like funneling their money elsewhere. But Mike, it's wrong and. College athletes are amateurs and shouldn't be paid. Because, <laughs> that, because obviously it's all about academics, right? Uh, I forgot. Yes, you're right. It's remember, student first, athlete second. We're happy to partner up with the Knight Report uh, and Rutgers Rivals. So we want to kind of tie in some theme-related items with them today uh, to finish up. So we're going to basically do uh, our pick in OT thread and it's off topic if you're not familiar with the forums. You're so um, fluent with that language. I know. I, I am. I it's know. almost like All he's formerly one of them. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yes, we're going to pick out random off topic threads. I mean, they're not related to Rutgers sports specifically. They may be sports related or just about anything in particular uh, that's kind of going on um, in life. The one that I found that uh, I wanted to pick uh, for this one that we can uh, quickly discuss. It was uh, called Chick Fil A and the Super Bowl, and it was oh, okay. uh, it started. Did you know basically that in the Falcon Stadium where uh, the Mercedes Benz Superdome? That's where can the I, Super can Bowl. I make, uh, can, I, can I make uh, just a quick thing here? Not the Superdome. Superdome is uh, the There's Orleans. two Mercedes Benz, and it's like the yeah. Can, can I just dome thinking in Atlanta? Yeah. Can we just have like a Hot podcast Atlanta. rule here? Can what? we not? Name the stadium after its corporate sponsor. Yo, you sponsor. took that. You took that shit from Twitter. I saw. No, it. I, I was saying. I was saying that uh, we. Yeah, it was. We talked about it on a text chain. You dummy. Ju- no, you journalist. You saw. I saw that on Twitter, and everybody was. I was sent like, it to I you. Know. I, oh, I right. So you took it from Twitter. No, but I refused to call Rucker Stadium. Whatever, whatever stadium all season long. I, I know. I I will back Mike up on this. He has for a very long time not called. Can we just not do games. free advertising for our corporate? Yeah, we're not getting paid. If yeah. HighPoint.com would like to pay us, all right, then we'll call. They're playing the Super Rucker Stadium to me. They're playing at it Falcon Stadium. No, where where Atlanta United or whatever plays that Fine. Atlanta United Stadium. They're legit that soccer team. Oh, and they, they fill they like yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Anyway. Um, so the OT thread is about, did you know that there's a Chick-fil-A at that stadium? And I guess these people I did not know. realize that on Sundays, Chick-fil-A is closed. Yeah. So that stand in that stadium closes, doesn't really close. They flip the sign. It's and cool. it becomes like a fries, like yeah. hot dogs. A, is that kind of like cheating? Who's getting the money from that? And any any like advice for these people about Chick Fil A overall? Because there were some in there that I never well, had Chick Fil A. Well, I mean, I like the gumption of Chick Fil A to say no. We're gonna stand to our like. If you're taking a, if you're gonna be a vendor at a football stadium, Sundays are kind of a big deal. They have a lot of other events there. No, I get There's it. Eight but, Sundays like, a year for football. Falcons, see, it's Falcon you, Stadium, you, and you're you don't open on Sundays. You see, Mike, unlike around here, when they built their new stadium, they gave it a dome so they could do things. All, and that's Atlanta, so it's warmer, so you can do things all year round. But like, say MetLife, where we could have Final Fours and UFC fights and anything really we wanted, they didn't put a dome on that. I just wanted to point that out. Good and, point. Okay, yeah. great. Not like you don't have Prudential Center for that, but whatever. You're gonna put the Final Four at the Prudential Center. Uh, they did the Elite Eight there. That's not the Final Four. You want to have like a dome at the? All right, fine. 
Okay. <laughs> That's not my... I'm not... My gripe with MetLife Stadium... Damn it. My gripe with... <laughs> New Giant Stadium. <laughs> with with, new, with stadium. new Jet Stadium is not that they didn't put a dome on it. That it feels like a corporate mausoleum. But okay, where are we going with this? We had a Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Back to Chick Fil A. Yay or nay? First up, uh, is like is Chick Fil A the number? What's the power rankings of like your top three fast food? Ooh, ooh. I mean, In and Out is up there. It's, yeah, so I was just out. We can't. Out. Don't be that guy. Like we're we're in New Jersey. We don't have In and Out. Like I love In and Out, but like let's let's. Let's talk about fast food in and out. Access to. Also has Bible verses on its cups. I don't know if you ever read that. Yeah, I don't care. I saw everybody was in a, in a hoopla on Twitter because they found out that managers at, at regional managers uh, of a store at In and Out make 160 grand a year. So of course, really? yeah, of course, people were you know money shaming because you work at a you know quote unquote fast food restaurant, but. Yeah. So what is the quote unquote? So that by, I can see like what like a studio apartment in California. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then those jokes came, of course. Too. <laughs> oh, so apparently, we're, 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 we're just doing. Uh, dude, what? I've never been, but apparently it's really good. Yeah. Can but, we talk about fast food chains that our listeners have access to? Shake Shack, love Shake. <laughs> Max and I went to Shake Shack several times as we did a road trip in college. Quick thing, what a, the Midwest. What a burger is really big. You mean, Texas you mean thing? steak and shake? Uh, what are, yeah, uh, shake shake. Shack. Sorry, yeah, steak and shake. What a burger. I've actually never been to Shake Shack. That's weird. Yeah, for you, I feel I find that to be odd. You're you're our. Isn't there one here? Isn't there one here in Hoboken? Our food. Is there one here in Hoboken? No, uh, no. Oh, okay. We're actually not in Hoboken. We don't want to disclose our location for any of you crazy people I that mean... are trying to find us out. <laughs> okay, towards... come to Hoboken. We're in. Like, what does that matter? Are you fan down? That was. It's only one you. square mile. <laughs> so, Whataburger great honey chicken biscuit sandwiches, but it's weird because it's called Whataburger. Can so we... that kind of. <laughs> when you get to fast food items that our no, okay, go ahead, throw, throw it out, just throw it out, go ahead. Before your head, I would say I would, well, I would Chick Fil A. I mean, I was actually just there Friday. Oh yeah, went, Chick- to, went to Menlo. It's up there. Yeah, yeah, okay. What's what's I mean? What we got? Sonic's pretty good, oh, but is Shake Shack no. really fast food? Yeah, it's, it's like fast. Good food, fast. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's like the Applebee's slogan or whatever they pretty much yeah, stole it from. Applebee's there. is just like garbage, trash, fast. Yes, but Applebee's, if you're listening, we'd be glad to have you on as a sponsor. True that. True that. I don't know if you want to now. God, I don't know. I think I would go. Okay, I, I'm a huge Taco Bell fan. I just love. Taco I have. Bell. I mean, ironically, yes. Love I used Taco to go to that Taco Bell. Bell um, what is that like on Easton? Easton. In, in yeah. Frank, I used to go there a lot. Right the diner. Yeah. yeah. Um, what? They also have the IHOP there with Student Wednesdays. I, I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. I, I we went to Olive Garden a few times. We did. You loved Olive Garden. You and another friend of ours. It in was. College. It was very free, weird. Uh, unlimited breadsticks bread and yeah. salad. And that was awesome. This may not be popular, but I think I don't. I, I, there's something about Wendy's that I Wendy's like. Wendy's is great. I love I'm Wendy's. I'm still a sucker for a Big Mac. A four for four deal? I like Big Mac with no cheese. Four for four, four deal? That's, I mean, that's, that's a their fries. Deal. Are... By the way, Wendy's, if you're listening, we'd be glad yeah. to take your money too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm. I'm Who will you not sell out for? <laughs> no one. Like, I was going to say, I don't know. I, Wendy's is not obviously a corporation. I said they're not going to be listening. One person would be listening. I don't know who Wendy. that would be. And I love person associated with Wendy's. I know it's Dave Thomas, and I'm pretty sure he's dead. RIP. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we're just trying again uh, our OT thread of the week. We're just going to go with it and Was see what the hell it goes. Was there any good answers on the message board? No, it got into a uh, on on that forum. It got into like a debate about why things are open on Sunday. Religious beliefs got right. involved. It, it kind of spun off. Um, I actually time. have a funny wow. story related right. to Chick Fil A not being open on Sunday. So in college, I think after so- summer after sophomore year, me and a couple of the other WRSU guys, we went down to Baltimore on like a Saturday. We were going to go to Orioles game on a Sunday. And we didn't have Chick Fil A at this point. This is like two thousand. No. This is like two thousand seven. So we didn't have the Chick Fil A's in New Jersey that we now have. And so we're like, oh, cool, we're gonna go to Chick Fil A. And so we get there on Saturday. And we're like, oh, we'll go. We'll go tomorrow. We don't realize at this point that it's not open on Sunday. So you know, lo and behold, we we try to go to Chick Fil A. We realize it's closed. We 
Google it, we find out, okay, it's closed on Sundays. That's annoying enough, okay? We go to the, the an Orioles game in Baltimore that day, and in the concourse is, like, the Chick-fil-A cow mascot, like, taking pictures with kids. You're not open on Sundays and you're going to taunt us with your Chick-fil-A mascot, so I'm maybe a little bit inebriated. I start yelling at this mascot, like, playfully yelling at him. But there's a lot of children around, and I don't know if their parents were really on board with this, but I'm like, what are you, like, there might have been some, maybe some light cursing, not a lot of cursing, but like, you know, what are you doing? I wanted Chick-fil-A, and now you're taunting me, but again, it was all playful, not angry, but how, like, why would you do that? Why would you have the mascot there to taunt me that I can't have your food? Why does the mascot have to work Sundays? I don't know. It's messed up, right? Holy cow. (laughs) Yeah, you're... (laughs) I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> that was too easy. That was dad joke perfection right oh, there. God. All right, so that was our OT uh, thread of the week. Um, before we kind of sign off for good, a couple other quick shout-outs. Uh, we gave – we've been critical at times of the uh, the marketing department. They did an yes. awesome job yes. with the uh, South Jersey, Central Jersey, North Jersey hats. Um, North Jersey, what up? Other than Max pointing out a couple times that they do look, look, look a little – They're uh, mag but, but, but look, look. Red hats with writing on the front in have white. sort of been messed up forever, right? Like, if you look at them from far away, you might think it's saying something different than it actually is. But... Yeah, yeah. I love But it. anyway, they, they're cool, though. Very cool yeah, hat. Yeah, We're not dissing the hat, just saying. No, it was, it was an awesome idea. <laughs> you know. From far uh, enough away, you might get funny Red looks. hats with words on them have kind of, like, what are you going to do? Like, what, you yeah. know. I, I, it's yeah, still cool, yeah. though. I got, you know, I, I haven't gotten mine yet. A friend of... I guess, I mean, Rutgers is kind of limited. It's... I mean, school colors are red and black. Yeah, yeah. but it, but it's like a bright red. It's not even like a. No, it's the Rutgers. Uh, is it the Rutgers red? red? Okay, yeah, I, I only awesome. saw it in pictures. I yeah. didn't see that. Do you it's... not know the right shade? Yeah, the bright Pantone of red. Jeez, Max. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> good job, Rutgers marketing department. They give you a lot of shit. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, they did a good job. I think there's, they're giving out shirts. Central Jersey exists or does not exist on uh, for the Minnesota game. Okay. So if I'm you not even a Central that, Jersey person, but it exists. Yeah. I don't see how you are. I feel like that. Yeah, that was an overly like stupid debate in college that people. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was really South Jersey people that that got way too. I'd be will, I'd be fine if South stuff. Jersey like seceded. From I'd be okay too. And I'm actually and from, you're from I'm South from Jersey. South Jersey. I mean, I'm kind of like I'm both. I was born in North Jersey. Just like around. let Pennsylvania take it. They want to be part of Philadelphia anyway. Just fine. We'll do it. All right. Um, a shout, I want to give oh, a shout yeah. out to the the women's basketball team. Yeah, we, yes. don't, we don't talk yes. about them really, but they're good. Um, they are the good basketball team. Right. They, they are first, the good athletic program. First in the Big Ten. Um, See them so working her magic. Shout out to them. I, I want to make it out to a game uh, pretty soon. I haven't been to a game. Can I just say in a like, very long time? I don't want to listen. I don't want to have like basically any Rutgers coaches on this program. Because coach speak is boring to me, mm-hmm. but I actually want Civib on this program. Oh, because children. I love listening to her speak about basketball. It is the most no, like seriously. I mean this earnestly. She is the like one of the smartest basketball people I've ever listened to. And every time she talks about the sport, you learn something. And so, uh, if someone's listening out there who can make that happen, we're just gonna we're, we're gonna throw it out. But yeah, everyone else. And again, no if you're listening out there and you have money and you'd like to give it to us in order to shill your product, we're willing to do that. Yep. And otherwise, we're gonna uh, we're gonna keep this going. This is this is fun uh, partnering up with Night Report and, and Rutgers rivals. So as we said, we'll come up with unique guest ideas moving forward. The plan is as continued for the winter. We're gonna try and do every other week during basketball season. Once we get past hoop season, it'll be once a month with us. And then once football <laughs> comes around, we will go once a week. Oh yeah. Um. And we'll have football season. It's a different animal. It's fun. 
And um, we'll, we're going to have some fun stuff, I think, for signing day. Uh, yeah, signing we'll day. try yeah, to get some we'll guests for the that. Week, yeah, the week after that, we'll do we'll do a nice little signing day wrap-up. I think we could work with our, our new partners and come up with something on that. Um, anything else before uh, we say goodbye? Do you think we get a second podcast? In uh, tandem with rivals, this partnership will end. Like, do you think like they didn't listen to us before and they're like, wait, oh, this is not they're like we maybe we, we shouldn't have done this. No, I think we're on for a second. I mean, it's one. the first re- podcast in a while where I don't think we mentioned any like anything about poop, so that's good until yeah. now. I just like that, like you know, there's finally like a podcast on rivals that they actually want on there. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, like, right, well, we're happy that they they want to partner with us. Yeah. All right, so we'll see uh, some people hopefully enjoy ourselves at the rack on uh, on Wednesday. Go back and listen to some of the other ones if you want to kind listen of listen to the Wenzel one. West, yeah. Westerman and Wenzel, those are the two big yeah. ones. Westerman actually came uh, to Adam's house, yeah. and we had a lot of fun with him. Just, he still owes him cookies. Yeah, yeah. he was sitting in my in my living room and, and dining room over that, so that was fun. Uh, that way, you could also kind of acclimate yourself to some of the inside jokes that we have, like money line, some other things that'll come up along we the way. We need to do a betting segment. We got to bring that back. That was really season. football season. Betting on basketball. Basketball's, basketball's like, like that game against Maryland. You're right. None of us would ever bet on basketball. You're right. I'm glad that we had that I think college basketball, like, it's hard to, it's hard to bet. I think, we, I, I think here, maybe. I will say Rutgers was uh, an, an eight-point underdog on, on Sunday, or Saturday, and that was that was a good call. That was a nice win there. Yeah. Just need the something you knew. I, yeah, it's something here's, what, here's what we can agree on, because we may just crush that RU screw segment. It may suck. We could turn that. We could have that go away during football season, and that'll be the betting segment. I was gonna say we could just call we that the "Are You Screwed" segment. Sure, we'll, we'll have. That. Yeah, we'll we'll try some other stuff. Maybe we'll do like a, a mailbag kind of thing. People can ask us whatever. They yeah, want. yeah. Like we said, re- give us some reviews after this one, whether it's on the forum or, or just on the SoundCloud or iTunes, and uh, we'll read some of them, uh, good or bad. And feel free to email us if you ever have any ideas or you want to vent or you think we said something stupid. Um, are you screw pod at Gmail? I was about to say, I didn't rem- remember having an email. Yeah, we I, do. Are you screw pod at Gmail and the Twitter account is at are you screw pod. So we'll we'll be good on that. Um, and as usual, we'll end it uh, how we always do. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Mike, thank you very much for hosting uh, this tonight here, this lovely, cozy place. Of yours. Second bedroom. The exact address is... Um, <laughs> But yeah, thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for giving us the chance. All right, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Pay the players.